0: guys welcome back to the third week uh this week i am interviewing my another roommate of mine uh nick we're just gonna talk about how his his life was changed uh by christ and uh he's just gonna talk about how we we went to the same high school and weren't really friends
1: (laughs) yeah how's it going guys um yeah no dean and i went to the same high school and uh like we weren't really friends though I think we barely knew each other like I heard maybe some people say his name occasionally but our high school was huge so that's that's nothing you know bad or anything we just had a huge high school and we our, cra- our paths only crossed like one time <laughs> yeah like one class we had like one class together the entire <laughs> high school life like career <laughs> yeah it
0: was crazy and it's a huge high school so and we kind of we don't really live well we live on two separate sides so yeah it's just kind of funny uh uh thinking about when i tell people like yeah i'm living with nick I'm like, nick okay
1: yeah you know it's, it's one of those yeah. things yeah it's one of those things where it's like we're we're pretty good friends i'd say and uh yeah. it's like really like you guys know each other <laughs> yeah cool um so i'm gonna pray
0: for us and then We'll get started. Thank you for today. Uh, thank you for giving me the ability to just do this podcast. It's been uh, so joyful to see, uh, to interview other people and also uh, to hear other people's reactions from it. Um, I thank you for giving us the technology to do this. And I just pray that uh, people would find uh, Nick's story uh, and just be able to re- relate to it and uh see uh your presence in it thank you for how you love us i pray this in your name amen Amen. nick uh kind of talk about how your life was like growing up
1: kind of. okay yeah so and you know there's there's going to be some overlap here with a lot of stuff but so basically you know traditional like family dynamic if that makes sense you know mother father and then me my sister we had a dog basically we had everything but the white picket fence right and i don't know just just pretty like more or less normal childhood like you know we we went to church for a short time and then we stopped and then yeah pretty much just did uh did everything you were supposed to do right joined boy scouts i played sports i um you know was fairly popular, had a lot of friends growing up, right? But none of that was fulfilling in a way, you know, like I always wanted more. Um, But you know, I grew up pretty normally, I had swine flu in fourth grade, I think that was pretty bad. (laughs) Um, Broke my, uh, broke my like left shoulder going into eighth grade, that was pretty bad. But I don't know, like growing up wise, a big shock that happened to my family and like our family dynamic was, um, my father got sick. He got really sick. He had squamous cell cancer it wasn't, wasn't the, you know, best scenario to be in. Um, and my dad and I were close. So that was obviously not the like greatest thing to watch him go through. You know, that happened. We went through that sophomore, junior, senior of high school. Basically the new plan was like, you know, run from that, you know? So, you know, the, the goal became pretty much, uh, girlfriends, sex, um, party culture, stuff like that. Be away from my house as much as possible just to like run from that, seeing that and watching that and just like the feelings that that brought on. Didn't handle it the best way, could have handled it better, but I don't know, I was 16, 17 and I mean, you don't know what to do in that situation. Continuing like that, like on that track of growing up, this is, you know, the most important you know moment of my childhood really. Um, there was a period where, he was cancer free. And like things started returning back to normal, which was really nice. Then we got sick again. And they said, Yeah, there's nothing we can do for him. That was like world shattering. So yeah, pretty much threw myself into uh, my girlfriend threw myself into uh, my friend group at the time, which was a very party centered friend group. So yeah, just pretty much that moment was the run away from all my problem stuff and that's where that trend started in my life but yeah going going off of that pretty much school-wise at least um, that's when like grades dipped from A's I never had to study in high school um, pretty much straight A's no effort needed um, really good at business really good in all the business classes I would um do stuff like DECA and FBLA and like go to nationals for them with minimal effort. So that's when, like, I really started goofing off and my grades kind of, like, dropped down to, like, B range. But, yeah, like, that part, obviously, is is kind of, like, a a sad part. But overall, like, it was still a pretty good, normal childhood, quote-unquote. Just a very unfulfilling one.
0: Explain, like, your relationship, your perspective on Christ and kind of, like, the church kind of what <laughs> what what that was like growing up oh
1: this. geez here we go okay so um part of the running away that i did running away from these emotions was uh trying to feel better right so like sex was a big thing of that partying was a big thing of that um but i would say the biggest aspect of that running away was winning hey like, specifically winning like arguments even winning conversations like any form of discussion my goal was to walk out of that conversation winning i did that in many ways um i'd I'd just like pick arguments play devil's advocate whatever but uh something i did a lot i would trash talk the church i would trash talk religion if anyone i knew like any of my friends were religious i would trash talk them like crazy i would um get into spiritual arguments with them and tried to disprove God and every time walk away with at least a sense of feeling like I won that conversation pre yeah yeah, spoiler alert um, I eventually changed my mind (laughs) Um, but um, so so pre like meeting Jesus and meeting God um, really I had a very cynical approach to it it was um, it it was bad it was it was really unhealthy but um, yeah pretty much Try to disprove it. Yeah, I was I was a hardcore atheist. Like so that's pretty much about all I uh, all I can say about BC and Nick. <laughs> and um, yeah, that that was mm, yeah, thanks. The shame pill there was is insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like because like we all it's crazy
0: because like we all do it, you know. Yeah. If, crazy to think about. Ah. Uh, <laughs> So do you wanna we can kind of transition into uh what it was like me and christ yeah um
1: that's, um that's uh that's a pretty good story it's uh it's a good one um so we gotta start senior year of high school that's uh that's where i'm gonna choose to start this story at least i mean it starts a little earlier probably but here's where i'm gonna start it I'm in speech and debate class um i don't know i i just i think I took it because I needed English. Right, we needed English senior year of high school. Yeah. I just took it, whatever. Um, anything for an easy A. And there's a guy there. His name's Dean. He's he's also in this podcast and made this podcast. And we got partnered for a speech or a debate or something. We got partnered for something, and um, that's how you got my phone number. First off, <laughs> um, so so that's that's where this started. <laughs> Dean got my phone number. That's really what started happening. <laughs> um and i don't know i was i was over at my friend's house and i got text from him and he was like hey young life i don't remember what th- it was like a thursday maybe that you said this young life thing was happening at you were like it's at the frybergs like warehouse or something i don't i don't like fully remember it yeah. <laughs> and you guys have to know i have never i had never heard of young life at this point i was like well this guy dean seems pretty cool i don't know well, i was like i texted him back and i was like should I like bring anything, bring anyone like, and you, he was like, yeah, bring whoever like wear like uh, we're like <laughs> tropical clothes and stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm joining a cult. <laughs> That's what we're doing. This is like an Island cult. I'm down. I grabbed my friend and he's still, he's still a great friend of mine. I love him. Um, but he uh, he's actually a sadist. So I grabbed my sadist friend and my atheist self. And we went to young life We pull into Young Life, and my car is being surrounded by people. And I was like, all right, I like the energy going on here. Like, there's high energy. This is going to be fun. And I'm like, dude, this is like a warehouse party. I've never been to a warehouse party before. This is going to be crazy. And I walk in, and, like, everyone's playing games. And, like, it, I mean, just an insane time. It was so much fun. It was, like, the most fun I'd had in in all of high school, I want to say. Like, I was having a really good time. My friend was having a really good time. And then this guy comes out. And he starts, um, I I don't even remember his name, but he starts talking and my friend's looking at me and I'm like, what? And he's like, I'm pretty sure this is religious. And I was like, it's not religious. Um, and he keeps talking and he eventually goes on the topic of God. And my friend and I panicked. Like we were frozen. We didn't know what to do. Um, we, we were like, we let him finish. We were respectful enough to let him finish. And pretty much as soon as he stopped talking, we got up and I think I said bye to you, um, and I left, like we, we ran out of there. Um, but that was like, that, that's when like the, I would say the major seed got planted, you know, cause I, I remember very little of what he said, but I remember how I felt during that. And like, it was the first time in four years where like something was enough, you know, I wasn't unfulfilled in what I was doing with my time. And I, uh, fully attribute that to like the, uh, christ-centered viewpoint of community that was going on there so that was a that was a very big seed that i think was planted in me um whatever we go through like literally i was just like whatever okay cool uh left we go through the um rest of senior year whatever that ends get to college and the timeline on this is a little messy for me because i had a lot going on my uh dad was close to passing at this time so i had a lot going on so the timeline's a little iffy for me on it but i if i remember correctly i was walking outside and I think I saw Dean, you. And uh, you said, I have a cornhole. And I was like, yeah, there's cornhole. Um, and i uh big cornhole fan, guys. love playing cornhole. I'm not good at it, but I love it. Um, just playing some cornhole. And uh, I was wary of Dean at this point. I was wary of hanging out with him because uh, I didn't want to get pulled into another trap is what I was thinking, at least. You know, that was just the bc thought process everyone playing cornhole and all these yard games start filing into a pavilion and again i wanted to be like respectful whatever i was like oh maybe they're doing something so i walk into the pavilion i'm standing next to dean and this guy comes out i remember his name clearly uh, his name's evan keppart he comes out and he's he's talking about god and I was like, I start getting this feeling in my chest, like kind of like, like an adrenaline feeling. And I was just like, ah, like uncomfortable, but it felt cool, like stuff like that. I was like, he was talking and I was like, oh, what are you saying? is like really making sense. Like it's really moving me. Um, and he finishes up and they go through like two worship songs. I'm like, okay, cool. It's over. But I had this like intense just feeling of energy and excitement and anxiousness. And my heart was racing, like insanely racing. I was like, feeling, feeling that fulfilled feeling again. And I was like, huh, that's something to note, whatever. Like, like, okay, this is probably gonna wrap up. He comes back on stage. He says, so um, if any of you are just like standing out there um, and like, what is this? Or, you know, like what's going on? You can go to the back. We have leaders back there. They'll like talk to you, pray for you, whatever. And I was like, ah, that's probably me. <laughs> um, and I was like, no, no, it's not me. It's like, I was in a war in my own mind over that. And a big hang-up with that was, like, who I was in high school when I was, like, arguing with these people that I knew, like, friends that were religious and, like, very faithful. Like, every time I thought about going back there, I was like, no, I can't do that. I mean, look, that's, like, a complete personality switch. That's, like, I've already disproven it. Like, blah, 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 right? So, like, two more worship songs played. And I'm, I am can't believe I'm blanking on the name of it now. But one song just got me. Man, I'm mad I'm blanking on the name of it um i might remember later and i'll mention it (laughs) um but one song like really really got me and i was like ah crap this is real you know um i was like okay well maybe it's over and then just forget about it and then evan went back on stage again he said some of you didn't go back you need to go back and then, like me and three other people went back but the whole time i was actually cursing out god like so I remember my movements perfectly. I was looking down the ground and he said, some of you didn't go back. You need to go back. I looked up and I uh, said some choice words to God um, and went back there. And Abby Smith, um, a leader for SALT, the organization this is with, she prayed for me. And um, like, it was just an overwhelming, like, relief almost, you know? Um, and looking back on it, I think that was, that was the closest I had ever been to God and the relief that i felt was like finally talking to him and getting to know him um in any way um and then the next day like you you talked to me about it and gave me a book um and a few days later i met my still one of my closest friends danny and uh, he took me out to breakfast and explained pretty much the whole gospel to me in like an hour I had a lot of questions but you know he got through it because we both had class Um, and then you know from there I started you know going to CSF getting really active in that which I'm now like president of which I still think is weird because I'm still a baby Christian (laughs) Um, but you know it's been a it's been an insane just learning experience and growing experience like when people say reborn I completely know what it means because I have I had to relearn everything and change how I did literally everything you know (laughs) And some of it I actively had to do, and some of it just kind of happened, you know. Um, and it was it's really cool. So uh, my roommate at the time in freshman year of high school, Errol Henderson, shout out, because um, I know he listens to this. Um, so he knew me. He, he has had the rare opportunity to know me pretty freshly in both states of, uh, you know, BC. And then um, after I met Jesus, he knew me in high school. And, I mean, he can attest to the dramatic personality change that happened. I was overall happier. I I was more fulfilled with my time. I constantly felt like I was wasting my time and nothing was good enough. All of a sudden, everything was better, you know? And I mean, that's painting it to be, like, it's really easy and, like, it'll just be an instant fix. It's not. There's a lot of work that goes into following Jesus, but um, it was just one of those things where, you know, finally I was fulfilled and I didn't feel like I was wasting my time and, like, my relationships all improved. Like, even with, like, my sadist friend let's say when like my friends from high school who I partied with my interactions with them have changed so extremely and so much for the better I can now have meaningful conversation and interaction with them now they aren't particularly religious in any way but they still respect that I am and have changed how they interact with me so overall we all interact so much better and I got to applaud them for that because not a whole lot of people would do that but overall just yeah, my relationships were so much better. I found more meaning in the things I was doing, like school. I always thought school was pointless. Um, I've found more meaning in that, and like working. I'm trying to think of the right words here. Um how it dramatically and insanely and awesomely changed my entire viewpoint on life was insane. And like I said, it was it's it's still not easy. I still have to deal with the whole uh shame issue of being that guy in high school who was a hardcore atheist and you know i was defiantly atheist um that is a that is a big bridge to cross you know (laughs) um so i do i do have to deal with like just kind of shame from that and everyone i you know from high school that knew me is that guy um when they see me and they find out like oh no i'm like insane like not insanely but you know pretty devout christian now like follower of jesus worshiper of jesus um they they don't believe me at first until they interact with me for you know more than two words um, and you know like every like, it's just it's crazy um, but yeah that's pretty much how it happened that's awesome thanks
0: for sharing thanks
1: <laughs> well you kind
0: of talked about kind of what you are like now but Yeah, I can kind of like, what's like
1: your day to day? Has that kind of changed? Oh, it's so much better. It's how do you do it? I mean, it's, it's harder and easier. It's such a, it's such a weird thing to think about how much harder and easier it is. Um, There's still, you know, my day to day with, you know, being at home during quarantine and around family and people I haven't seen since I went to uh, college. There is the hard part of their expectations of how I would have acted versus how I'm acting now. That has been some awkward and there's been some growing pains there. But day-to-day positive parts, (laughs) Um, you know, just overall, like I said, just feeling fulfilled. Um, I don't feel like as lonely as I used to. Um, Everything I do now has purpose behind it. It's, you know, for Jesus. Everything I'm doing is for Jesus. Like, even if I'm just relaxing, I'm relaxing because that's what, like, God wants me to do. He wants me to be happier. If I'm, like, working really hard on something, like, it's for his honor. Changed my work ethic in my day-to-day, um, how I interact with my family and my friends. Um, just, like, my overall enthusiasm about life in my day-to-day. You know, it was very bland before. And now there's some excitement to it. Explain, like, a, how you approach
0: one problem, but, but it would be completely different if you
1: did not know Christ. Yeah, like I can, I can totally like a do life, a life example. So um, yeah. so I worked at, I've worked at two restaurants. I'm, I'm not going to name drop them because we're not sponsored here or anything. <laughs> but uh, in high school, I worked at a restaurant. So BC, I worked at a restaurant. And then, you know, now that I know God and Jesus, I work at a different restaurant in Altoona um you know where I go to school if we had a really busy night and we were slammed before like I'm trying to like super bowl we'll do super bowl sunday cuz both were horrible at both places um super bowl sunday bc um i would be in the back cursing out the customers with my coworkers right i'd be throwing stuff i'd be um like like burning like burning stuff and then having to throw it out like I'd be so overwhelmed and so angry and just flustered um I didn't I don't think I walked out I think I was close to walking I almost walked out just overall just felt incapable couldn't do it was mad was overwhelmed with just all the orders it was that was a bad day um as opposed to Super Bowl Sunday at this new place this new place is a pizza shop so it was worse <laughs> um, but you know I went into it with such a more positive attitude and such a more organized mind going like when everything was going down um, with all the orders and stuff. I felt like I could handle it. I could do it. I wasn't in the back cursing out the customers. Some of my coworkers might have been, I can neither confirm nor deny. (laughs) Um, But like overall, like, and then my positive attitude also affected everyone else's positive attitude and, it just went so much more smoother because of really my relationship with God. Just, I didn't feel overwhelmed. I didn't feel angry. I just got through it. You know, now afterwards I was tired. That's going to happen. I was exhausted. I came home and just went to sleep, I think. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that was just, uh, that's just one example that I can think of where it's so drastically different and so drastically improved.
0: That's awesome. I think a lot of it is just like, it's not that like you're complete. You're. It's not that it's easier, but it's just like kind of a different mindset.
1: Yeah, um, exactly. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to not make it seem like it's the easiest thing in the world. I have been very lucky with a lot of things that have happened in my relationship with God. Like a lot of things have been made better. It is in no way easier. I'm trying to think of a way to explain how it's been harder correctly, but um. I don't know I, f- I feel like I feel like people will understand it's it's both easy and hard I was reading uh last two days
0: ago but I kind of came it came up to me and it is psalm eighty four and they were talking about how uh one day with Christ is like cannot like imagine it's like so unbelievable compared to a thousand days without him is like nothing compared to yeah life with Christ and uh i just found that so cool I just i mean like, and that's so true all these and then Christ is there with you and it's like what 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 changed like, <laughs> uh, well Christ is at work yeah um, and and
1: literally just everything changed and everything changed for the better that's that's so important to uh, c- get across to everyone how much things change for the better. Would you like to uh, leave our listeners off with anything? You, uh, no matter how unsavable you think you are, trust me, God thinks you're worth it. And also read Romans. <laughs> <laughs> Romans, is, Romans is fantastic. Read Romans. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but guys, thank you for uh, listening to the podcast for the third week. Um, it's been great to have Nick here and. Kind of explain his story, and it's it's kind of cool just to see how his life was so drastically changed. It's so life giving from seeing him in high school (laughs) for a short period of time to see him now, now president of CSF, which is really cool. Um, and
1: a great player at Super Smash Bros. (laughs) Thank you. I uh, I try, try Piranha Plant, Plant Gang, you know.
0: But, yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, next week I will have Matt Shea, a.k.a. Shmangy, if you guys know him. Oh, that's going to be uh, so, so
1: good. It's gonna that's going to be, gonna be such a good one.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, thank you, guys. We'll see you later. Um, have a great week. I hope you found some encouragement uh, in this week. We'll see you later.